Matthew 4, verse 12 through 25, these are God's words. Now when Jesus heard that John had been put into prison, he departed to Galilee, and leaving Nazareth, he came and dwelt in Capernaum, which is by the sea in the region of Zebulun and Naphtali, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, saying, The land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali, by the way of the sea, beyond the Jordan, Galilee of the Gentiles, the people who sat in darkness have seen a great light, and upon those who sat in the region and shadow of death, light has dawned. From that time Jesus began to preach and to say, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Then Jesus, walking by the sea of Galilee, saw two brothers, Simon called Peter, and Andrew his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. And he said to them, Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. They immediately left their nets and followed him. Going on from there, he saw two other brothers, James the son of Zebedee and John his brother. In the boat was Zebedee their father, mending their nets. He called them, and immediately they left the boat and their father and followed him. And Jesus went about all Galilee, teaching in their synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing all kinds of sickness and all kinds of disease among the people. Then his fame went throughout all Syria, and they brought to him all sick people who were afflicted with various diseases and torments, and those who were demon-possessed, epileptics and paralytics, and he healed them. Great multitudes followed him from Galilee and from Decapolis, Jerusalem, Judea, and beyond the Jordan. In the sense, this reading of God's inspired and inerrant word. The first thing that we see here is that apart from Christ, we are in the domain or under the dominion of darkness and death. That was one of the main ideas of the passage from Isaiah that is quoted here. Not just that Zebulun and Naphtali and Galilee uh, were places of darkness and death, but that this whole world, ever since our sin, ever since man has been by nature children of wrath, sons of disobedience, this whole world has been plagued by darkness and death. And note the light isn't something that Jesus brings. The light is someone who Jesus is. And so he announces, repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand, in verse 17. Because we need to be changed from death to life, from darkness to light, from unrighteous to righteous, from guilty to just and innocent. And so he announces the same thing, the same necessity that uh, his cousin John had been announcing earlier in verse 17. But what we then see in verses 18 through 25 is that Jesus is the one from whom the repentance can come. You remember in the previous chapter that was the big problem with John's ministry, or the big deficiency in John's ministry, that he could announce the need for repentance. But we all need the one who is coming after him, who is mightier than he, who could pour out the Spirit 
who can give repentance, who can give a new mind, a new heart, a new life. And so the rest of the passage shows the Lord Jesus giving a new life in these two different ways. First, in verses 18 through 22, a new life in terms of purpose and duty, uh, or purpose and task. And second, a new life in terms of health and strength that belongs to the world to come. And so when you have Jesus calling Simon and Andrew and James and John, he tells them, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. In verse 19, and verse 21 implies the same thing about James and John when it says he called them. And notice in both cases, verse 20 and verse 22, in order to follow him, there were things that they left. They immediately left their nets and followed him. Verse 20, verse 22, and immediately they left the boat and their father and followed him. Now, whenever a man becomes a believer, it does not mean that he has to take a new job. There are some people who, in order to be believers, have to take new jobs. But that is not uh, the primary lesson here. And there are those who are called by God for the ministry of preaching the gospel, of becoming fishers of men, man-fishers, who must leave their previous occupations and set aside some previously close relationships in order to participate in or follow in the ministry that the Lord Jesus gives them. But whether we have to leave off our former vocation, our former daily calling or not, it is always true that following Christ means leaving off your former way of life, your former way of thinking. Even if you're doing the same job, you're not doing it for the same reason. You're not doing it for the, in the same way. It doesn't have the same place in your life that it did before. Christ takes the first place. He becomes the reason. He becomes the, the one who shapes and governs the way that we do uh, everything. And so that's uh, one way uh, in which the Lord Jesus gives repentance, is that his Spirit gives a response to him that leaves off a, the, entirely the former way of thinking about life, <coughs> approaching life. Now, verse 23 introduces a new kind of preaching, or a new aspect of his preaching. Verse 17 said, From that time Jesus began to preach and to say, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Then verse 23, Jesus went about all Galilee, teaching in the synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom. It's good news. Well, how can the fact that people who can't repent must repent be good news? Well, Jesus demonstrated by what he did in the area of physical plague and illness what he had come to do and could do and would do in the area of spiritual plague. So he wasn't just preaching the kingdom as good news that had come not only to destroy the other kingdom, but had come to take people who were under the dominion of the other kingdom, who were under the re in the region and under the shadow of death, and to bring them into his kingdom. So the kingdom of Satan 
would be destroyed. And here the kingdom of grace comes and begins advancing. And there are people being brought into it. And one of the things that he shows about the kingdom of grace is that its final form will be the kingdom of glory, a place where there is no sickness and no disease, no torments, no demons causing seizures, no paralytics. The kingdom has come in resurrection and new creation power. And we have displays of that power here in the passage in Jesus's ministry. But this is not even the final uh, fullness of all of these things. If one of these people who was healed did not believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, then sadly, they will still perish forever. And even those who did believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, they'd been healed from something, they still died. And their ultimate and final healing, the one that sticks, if you will, uh, will come in the resurrection with a glorified body. And so even when the Lord Jesus is doing these things, they are testimonies to the reality of his ability to give that new life, that repentance, so that the kingdom is good news for us rather than the worst possible news. If we do not come to faith in Jesus Christ, if the Holy Spirit does not give us life to believe in Jesus Christ and to be joined to him, the advance and nearness of the kingdom will actually be the worst possible news for us. Not not good news. It's good news for us because Jesus gives life. And so we have this glimpse, this picture, not only in the healings, but also in the following. Verse 25, great multitudes followed him. Verse 24, his fame went throughout all Syria. So even other regions. And so you have great multitudes following him, not just from Galilee, verse 25, but from the Decapolis, from Jerusalem, from Judea, from beyond the Jordan. And so even here, right at the beginning of his public ministry, the great king who destroys the work of the devil, who brings in the new creation, who gives spiritual life and righteousness to his people, and who gathers himself a multitude from the ends of the earth, uh, is being identified to us as the Lord Jesus Christ. And not only did he himself proclaim himself and his kingdom as good news to those whom he came, but the reason we have Matthew chapter 4, is because he, by his Spirit, caused this beat to be written so that the kingdom would be announced as good news to you and healing would be announced to you. Not that you may be recovered from your flu or COVID or whatever ailments you have or uh, whatever mental or emotional difficulties you have, but knowing not only that you can have life and righteousness through faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, but that every last particle of Satan's wicked work and our first father's sin and fall and our sinning in him and falling in him, every last particle of the consequences will be overcome for us. Jesus came to destroy the works of the devil, to be the king over all creation who delivers his people, and he is still 
gathering to himself this multitude. And he calls to you to belong to him, that by his Spirit giving you faith, trust in the Lord Jesus, belong to him, be his subject, and you will come into the everlasting blessedness of his kingdom as well. Amen. Let's pray. Our Father in heaven, we ask that you would give us that work of your Spirit that makes the announcement of the kingdom not merely urgent and potentially dangerous news, but good news in King Jesus. Give us faith in him. Give us joy over belonging to him and his glory and his power. For we ask it in his name. Amen.